Hey, what's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Welcome to this Friday edition of the podcast. Thank you for joining us. We're going to dive right in here. I'm reading Matthew chapter 6. I'm going to start at verse 19. And it says, uh, Don't store up treasures here on the earth where moths eat them and rust destroys them and where thieves break in and steal. Store your treasures in heaven where moth and rust cannot destroy and where thieves do not break in and steal. Wherever your treasure is, there the desires of your heart will be also, or there your heart will be also. Your eye is a lamp that provides light for your body. When your eye is good, your whole body is filled with light. But when your eye is bad, your whole body is filled with darkness. And if the light you think you have is actually darkness, how deep that darkness is. Verse 24, no one can serve two masters, for you will hate one and love the other, and you will be devoted to one and despise the other. You cannot serve both God and and money, or God and mammon. You know, you have a decision to make in life. Money is an important thing. Money money matters. The Bible actually says God will supply all your needs. So it's something that you need. The the, the Word of God says here that the Lord knows you have need of all these things. So the Lord understands that there's things that we need to live on this earth. It's not like God is just like, doesn't care. And when it comes to money, he just can't, you know, couldn't be bothered. It's not that at all. Uh, Yes, the Lord cares. Um, primarily, number one, the Lord cares about you going to heaven, but the Lord understands that, that while we're here on this earth, there's things that, there's things that you need to survive, right? And so the Lord cares about you, but there's a decision that you make if you're going to organize your life around making money, or if you're going to organize your life around the kingdom of God. And so that's a decision that all of us has to have to make because the devil loves to get people stuck in the trap of, of serving money. And so you see it, it's not just for rich people, but but people organize their life around that. Oh, you know, I would answer the call of God, but, you know, the money stuff's difficult right now. You know, I felt like really called that I was supposed to go to Bible school, but, you know, I'd just gotten this new job, and I'm kind of wanting to see where it was going, and, you know, I started making some good money, so I'm just holding off on Bible school. You, you, you don't make decisions for, for money. You make decisions based on what does God want me to do. And so the Lord wants to bring us to a place where, where money doesn't have our hearts, where we're not serving money, where we're not like unsaved people, that their whole life is geared around, what can I do to position myself better? Because it's all about this dream. Man, my dream in life would just be to like be wealthy and so I don't have to think about money and then I could just go and like, you know, raise a family and like do stuff. And even, even some people say, oh, I'd love to have money so I could give to charities. And so it looks like good on the outside, but all of it, it's a position and a status in life. And it's a focus on the temporary. And so the Lord here is, is drawing our focus back to the eternal. So he starts with, don't lay up treasure on earth, lay up treasure in heaven. He starts by pointing us to the eternal things. Hey, this isn't about, this isn't about earth. You have a short time here on this earth and you're here to get a job done, but your life is in heaven. Your life, your eternal life, your true life is in heaven. And, and then he says, so lay up treasure in heaven where moth and rust can't corrupt, where thieves can't break in and steal. So you have to make a decision to not be like other people and just decide, I'm not serving money. I'm choosing to serve and to trust God. Let me keep reading here. And it says, this is why I tell you not to worry about everyday life, whether you have enough food and drink or enough clothes to wear. Isn't life more than food and your body more than clothing? Look at the birds. They don't plant or harvest or store food in barns for your heavenly father feeds them. And aren't you far more valuable to him than they are? Can all your worries add a single moment to your life? And why worry about your clothing? Look at the lilies of the field and see how they grow. They don't work 
or make their clothing, yet Solomon in all his glory was not dressed as beautifully as they are. And if God cares so wonderfully for wildflowers that are here today and thrown into the fire tomorrow, he will certainly care for you. Why do you have so little faith? Verse 31. So don't worry about these things, saying, what will we eat? What will we drink? What will we wear? These things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers. What is God saying? There's other things to think about, more important things to think about than money, than where you'll live, than what you'll eat. You know, the Lord wants to take care of you, and God wants to alleviate the pressure of money. Money can create a pressure. You know, it's the devil's job, and it's the devil's aim to bind people up, to get people in bondage. The Bible says people go through their whole life in bondage to the fear of dying. You know, people go get into bondage over sickness and disease. The Satan binds people up in sickness and disease. People binds people up, the Satan binds people up in fear. God's looking to liberate us from things that hold us back. And there's so many people who, you know, I was supposed to answer the call of God when I was younger, but, you know, money was always an issue. And so, you know, I didn't go to Bible school or I didn't, you know, I figured I'll just, you know, I know people who say, oh, I'm, I'm, I'm planning on, you know, going to the ministry, but I'm just going to, you know, work a job and then I'll retire at 60 and then I'll be free to serve the Lord because I'll have set up with the, you know, what are you planning on doing on a retirement for the Lord? Can't, doesn't the Lord pay for what he orders? You know, it's poverty mindset and fear thinking like that that hold people back. Those people will never answer the call of God. They'll get to 60, something will happen, somebody will die, some some ailment. There'll always be something because the same lack of faith will be the, la- the lack of faith in the area of finances will be a lack of faith in the area of healing. It'll, it'll transpose over. At some point, you have to say, God, you've called me on this earth not just for this earth, not just to live a normal life, not just to to look like everyone else where I'm just going through life trying to be a success. Lord, you've called me to populate heaven and to plunder hell. And I'm putting my trust in you as my provider. Let me keep reading here. It says, so don't worry about these things. Verse 32, these things dominate the thoughts of unbelievers, but your heavenly father already knows all your needs. Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. And all these things shall be added unto you. So don't worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will bring its own worries. Today's trouble is enough for today. When you decide, Lord, I'm chosen and I've decided to be a kingdom first person. I'm going to seek my main and top priority in life is to seek your kingdom and your righteousness. Lord, to be in right standing with you. I'd rather, you know, there were decisions that I had to make when I was in sales. There were people who who did things in a shady way and made extra money doing things in a shady way. But I had to make a decision. Lord, I'll never lie to anybody. Lord, I'll always be truthful because I want your blessing on my life. I'm not, I'd rather have less sales and be truthful about them than, than, than be this person who's writing up shady deals and is making more money than anybody else. Why? Because I I want to be in right standing with God. The Bible says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, to be in right standing with God. When you make your aim in life, Lord, I'm here to please you. I'm here to build your kingdom. The Lord says, all the stuff that other people are searching for and seeking and waking up day and night and sweating over and stressing over, I'll bring them into your path. You put your eyes, stop thinking about your life. Stop thinking about what you're going to put on. Stop making that your priority. Stop making decisions based off of those things. Oh, you know, I've decided I'm going to move to this city because this job pays like, you know, almost almost twice as much as what I'm making now. And there's no church there. There's no, there's no church that you know of there. You know, you're in a body of believers now that wins souls. You're, you're, you're prospering in your spirit. But people are going to, I'm going to go to this other city because it pays more. Since when 
you're just letting money dictate to you. So you have to make a decision. Lord, I'm aligning myself to be a soul winner, to be a giver. The way that you show God that you're a kingdom first person, one of the ways, you know, besides being a soul winner, soul, you know, winning souls matters to the Lord. The Bible says that God's giving more time so that people can be saved. He's not giving more time so we can have more prophetic conferences. He's not giving more time so we can... He didn't even say we're giving more time so more people can be healed. He said I'm giving more time so more people can be saved. Then God's number one agenda on the earth is people born again. Healing is a is a dinner bell for the lost. It's it's there to serve a purpose. It's to help and alleviate, you know, pain and and sickness and disease from God's people. But the purpose of the gospel is not to heal people's bodies. It's to heal people's spirit, man. The number one thing is salvation. And so when you align yourself with that, Lord, I'm going to be a soul winner, but then I'm going to give into souls. Lord, I'm not donating money to the All Children's Hospital, to the a, to the, the SPCA. Lord, I'm not donating, donating money to charity. I'm I'm giving to the, the the I'm giving to the preaching of the gospel. I'm giving to the spreading of the gospel. I'm giving to places that that preach the gospel and where the word of God goes out from these places to reach a lost and dying world. And when you do that, you align yourself with what matters to God. And when you do that, the Lord looks and says, that's a person that I'm going to take care of and I'm going to take care of them well. So the Lord says, start by doing this. Obviously, seek first the kingdom of God, do what you can, live holy, his righteousness, seek first his kingdom, win souls. But then he says, if you go back to verse 19, lay, don't lay up treasure in, in on earth. Here, lay up treasure in heaven. When is the last time you said yes, sir, to that command? Lay up treasure in heaven. You know, if you're, if you're not tithing, the Bible says you're robbing God. Start tithing. Tithing is not under the law. Tithing was before the law, and the Bible says in Hebrews 7 that Jesus receives your tithe in heaven. Tithing is, is without tithing, you're robbing God, but your tithes and your offerings. When is the last time you said, Lord, I'm giving this so I can have a, a treasure in heaven? Think about that. How many givers do we have that are listening? If you're a giver, you have treasure in heaven right now. I know you're not planning on going to heaven today. But, but when that day comes, the day that arrives, you know, it's, it's interesting to just think about this because we talk about heaven like it's so far off, but there's actually coming a day that you'll be there. There'll be a day that you're here, and then the next day you'll be there. You know, hopefully that's not soon. I know the rapture is happening at some point, but there's going to be a day where you're going to step over and then you'll realize how much treasure you have or how much you don't have. And I want everyone who's listening to this podcast to have treasure in heaven. You notice we don't take up offerings. We're not, we're not here saying, you know, if this podcast has been a blessing to you, consider sowing into our ministry. You know, that's not what we're here for. We're here to encourage you. We're here to build you up. If you're going to sow, sow to Revival Ministries International. When you give, though, you're, you're investing in the kingdom of God. This is like buying Bitcoin at $3 and, and, you, and someone's giving you investment advice. You're going to have a day where you step over and you realize the treasure that you have on the other side because you chose to put your money where God's heart is. And so I believe we're going to have, pe- we have people here that, are, that have the, uh, a plenty of treasure in heaven. Lord, I'm aiming this towards the kingdom of God. And as you do, there comes a blessing on your life that you won't have room enough to receive it. But are, are you a giver? Are you a kingdom person? Is your, the Bible says where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So it proves where your heart is by where your treasure is. So give generously, give with a glad heart, be a kingdom first person, and watch God alleviate the pressure. You don't have to worry about money. You hooked up with Jehovah Jireh. You're in good hands. I love you, God bless you. We'll see you on the next part.